Welcome, welcome to We Could Be Wrong, but who cares? I'm your host, Anderson, with Christopher Harris, Renee, John, Karen, and Mike. There we go. <laughs> so, finally get it so wrong. Yeah. <laughs> 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 what what a nice little intro there. As you guys know, uh our lost love Anderson came back to us. Anderson, <laughs> do you want to say some words before you head out? Lost love. I'm uh very happy to be back. Um I'll be back next week. Uh the reason why I was gone due to the contract negotiations with Chris. Um, I wanted a certain amount of money. I just want to put it out there. Uh, there's no filter here. And it's transparent like our government. Um, we went back and forth and we finally settled on a price that was reasonable. Right. And, you know, now I can beat my family now because what Chris was paying me before wasn't cutting it out. And uh, yeah, and I got and I got medical benefits too as well. Thank you, Chris. Okay, thank you, thank you, Anderson. I can't wait to uh, to hear from you next week. Okay, thank you very much, man. See you next week. As you guys, right. <laughs> bye. Get out of here. Deuces. Bye. <laughs> Get out of here. So as as you guys know, um, Anderson's back, and that's 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 it's well needed. It's well needed to have some of the uh, liberty, uh, especially now when things are getting. He did again, uh, you know, we're in 2001, 2002 is going to be the midterm elections. So there's a lot going on. Also, we have a newest member to the family. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself and kind of tell us what your political stance is? Sure. Um, hi, everyone. My name is Karen. And thanks again, Chris, for inviting me to join your guys' show. Um my political standing, I guess, or stands. I consider myself a moderate. Um, I'm for the people. Um, as we discussed earlier, if I'm eating, I want everybody to around me to eat also. So whatever I get, um, I'm going to try to get for the rest of the people around me too. So not really a good definition of my political leaning, but um, I guess those are two different things. Well, I mean, you say you're a moderate. Are you more leaning a little bit more to the left? Liberal. To the, okay. A little okay. bit more liberal, but I I do have my um, conservative ways um, in cer- with certain issues and topics, I guess. And what are those? Um, at this time, I can't pick. At this time, you can't pick from the top of my head. But well, right. Okay. Well, well right I now. Well, okay. Okay. Come on, Mike. Let me help out. Let me help. Yeah, help me okay. out. Okay. Bring something up, and then I'll yeah. tell you. Let's sure. Well, like, like I'm. Yeah, I'm okay. Uh, I wouldn't say that one necessarily, but uh, I'm certainly conservative about uh, balancing the budget and economic issues. I think we need to be much more conservative when it comes to how we're spending our money and so on. <clears throat> Excuse me. So that would be an issue. Yet I'm liberal in other uh, other things. I'm pretty conservative on uh, crime. Mm-hmm. You know, so those are some areas. Maybe that gives you some some hints. Hmm. <laughs> or maybe not. <laughs> no, I'm a little on board with you. Um, is that Mike? <clears throat> yeah, that's Mike. Sean, yeah, that's Mike. Mike yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, with the spending, um, I am for 
responsible um, spending, I guess. Um, I don't believe in, and don't hold me cattle for this or don't hate me for this, but um, I do believe that even though I am for um, the social safety nets that are out there for people who are truly in need, I believe, and I have seen um, a lot of people who do defraud the welfare system, and I believe that there should be um, some type of reform with regards to our welfare system because it can't be a cycle. It can't be my mom, my kids, me. Um, you know, it's like an ongoing cycle that I've seen um, in my own experience. And I believe that that should be reformed. It should be made available um, to people who really do need the helping hand at their lowest just to help them get back on their feet and be self-sufficient again. Um, that's where I stand with that, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's conservative. Yeah. It makes your point. My dad was a little bit conservative on the conservative <laughs> side. I mean, I think, I think he championed, um, um, president Reagan, um, mm-hmm. back in the day. And I think Dukakis <clears throat> was a Republican, right? I don't well, remember. He was, he, was, he was a Democrat actually. Oh, he was. He was actually, he was a Democrat. I think he ran actually, yeah, maybe third party or independent, but he was a Democrat, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, so he also championed him. Like he, I remember my dad watching him too when he was alive, like when I was younger and didn't care about politics, you know? Sure. Right on. Thank you and welcome and and welcome to the group. Um, It's fun, uh, you know, to have a female voice uh, and every you know, we, we filmed the show on Wednesday. We release on Monday. Uh, that was a major um, confusion. And for those who wanted the YouTube videos, this YouTube this video will be on YouTube. And uh, gosh, guys, should we just release both the podcast and the videos on the same day as Monday? Or do you want YouTube to go first since they're separate audiences? Okay. I'll- do, you, do you edit the YouTube? Mm, not really, but I, I, I can start. Absolutely. It's up to you. Okay. We'll, we'll, we'll figure that out later. This, I guess this is the mo- uh, inappropriate time to bring it up. So, um, Sean, you had a rant. Right. Yeah. Two things. First, my wife's coming home after a week away sometime within the next hour. Okay. So if she busts in and give me a kiss. I'm sorry. It's just the way it is. You know? Okay. Se- yeah. I just, I won't let you, it won't be anything crazy, but just a kiss. Um, second thing is, first of all, last week, I hope I didn't sound like I was bad against nurses. My wife's a nurse. Oh, I want to make sure everyone knows, even though I said I wasn't a nurse, I meant no disrespect. Nurses teach people more than many other people in the business. My wife knows more about labor and delivery than every doctor, except labor and delivery doctors, because she taught them all. So that, that's just a quick makeup from last week. I didn't want to give any disrespect to any nurse by far. Mm-hmm. Um, my rant real quick, and because and, and, I've just seen so much of this in the past week, I am so sick and tired of both sides of our political party calling for resignations. What is up with this? Someone does something and Marjorie Taylor Greene calls for resignation. Uh, 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 Schumer calls for, I mean, everyone's calling for resignations of everybody for stuff that's not even proven. And it just, it kills me. I'm so sick of hearing about another person calling for resignations. I'm not sure if you guys have seen it or not, but it's both sides. It's definitely not one side. It's both sides calling for everyone else's resignation. It's like, come on guys, grow up. 
You know, we're in we're in the United States. We're in politics. Don't call for everyone's resignation. You sound like such a little child. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not sure what your guys' feeling on that is, but it's just it kills me. What do you think, Renee? I agree. Well, I, I mean, think they're mm-hmm. childish. You know, like everybody's calling for everybody to resign. It's just ridiculous. And it never happens, right? Renee, no one ever resigns. No. <laughs> no. It it did happen though. It worked for Al Al Franklin, who was a that senator. Guy gave yeah, but, too easy. Yeah, but he that was, was a senator. Back in a different political time frame. That was like three different years ago. political time frame. But that was like three years. That ago. That was before Trump. That was before Trump. That was during Trump, Trump, wasn't it? Made it okay to deny long time everything and 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 no, I'm not gonna do it. And that's it. Well, I think Al Franken was actually a very good human being, which is why I think he resigned. He felt like he did something potentially wrong and said, okay, uh-huh. I'm going to resign. You're right. Most of our politicians aren't good human beings. Al, uh, Al Franklin uh, resigned um, on in 2018. Was it that? Only three years I ago? I told you guys. I, I, I followed this closely because Al Franklin is, I think, I love his comedy. So, yeah. uh, you know, I used to listen to him all the time. But uh, yeah, so I mean, but you know, you and Renee are right, and and the point where things are, you know things are so poisonous, and the truth is, the last administration poisoned the political well. Yeah. You know, uh, someone was mentioning decorum, and the truth is, the decorum, the etiquette, all that. I mean, it's it's a brand new book now, guys. It's a brand new book. You know, nothing, nothing is set in stone and nothing is going to stay the same. I was talking to Mike earlier. I don't know if it was yesterday or today where I was even telling Mike that um, Senator uh, well, uh, Minor, Majority Leader Mitch McConnell stated that if they were to gain control of the Senate next year <laughs> during the midterms, there's not going to be a way that uh, President Biden could push through a Supreme Court, you know, judge if one of them retired. Yeah, he said they'd wait. They'd hold it for two years. Yeah, I, I don't see that happening. I don't see legally how they could even begin to come up with a precedent or reason for doing that. Because everything's changed. Yeah, everything's divided. Every, there's, there's such division, Mike. I mean, and it, it kind of shocked me that, that you say that. I just I don't understand why no. you say that. I'm not naive, but okay. So, so if um, um, regardless of whether they win the Senate, well, if they win the Senate, obviously that's either side, either side, both sides have to approve a Supreme Court nomination, both houses. Um, so, if if a, if a if a Supreme Court justice dies, you know, two weeks into your term. Uh, and the other side is going to hold it up for four years. Well, it matters Seriously? who the majority leader is because at the end of the table, at the end of the table, at the end of the day, he's the one who's going to decide what goes up for votes for votes or not. Right? Am I am I correct that at what they're correct? He doesn't have to put it up for a vote. Exactly which is what they didn't do with, with Garland Obama's last nomination the last year. Yeah, we never went up for a vote. Well, I think it would go. To, personally, I believe it would go to the Supreme Court, which is kind of ironic because that's what the issue is. But I think it would be a matter that had to be settled legally once and for all to create a precedent that there might be a, a portion of time that you might want to wait for various reasons, but that can't extend to two to three years just because you want to wait until you potentially get a majority in the House so that you could pick your own guy. 
That's clearly not what the Constitution was intending to do here, guys. I know what you're, I'm not naive. I know what you're saying. This is their way trying to pull strings and manipulate things as much as they can. But the Constitution still has done a pretty decent job of standing up to such nonsense. And I have confidence that it will. Renee, as, a, as, a, as the House Republican, like, how does it make you feel <laughs> that the whole thing, you wanted change, you, you didn't want the, divis- the, you know, how sort of how they claimed Obama divided the country and you were looking for an outsider to make everything work and to get the gears going. How does it feel when you hear something like that? When you hear the minority leader of the Senate, the leader of your party that's active in office, how does that make you feel? I think it's wrong. You know, I mean, it's gotten real dirty. Politics has gotten really dirty and, uh, it's just wrong, you know. But, I mean, How do I'm you? Sure that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know. I, it's just wrong. I mean, there's, there's no way I could uh, defend that. I mean, it's just wrong. How do you feel when you have other your fellow Republicans calling you a sellout and a traitor because you're not falling, you know, rank and file, and the kingmaker is former President Trump. Does that annoy you? Does that irritate you? Do you even pay attention to that? I don't. I just I just follow my beliefs, you know, and, and uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm conservative, but at the same time, um, I know what's wrong is wrong, and um, I mean, right, it's gotten real political, so that's all I could say. <laughs> Can I add to what Renee is saying? Because I I totally agree with him, Uh even though I'm not a Republican. Um, uh, And I respect that because I have written in on your show back in the day when I, you know, when I first discovered your show. Uh Um, And I made comments um, uh, about Renee. But my personal feeling is that I think because social media has such an impact on the political climate nowadays, that anyone can be swayed by falsehoods, you know, posting um, unsubstantiated information. Um, Anybody can make up anything, you know, about anybody. And it's, and the cancel culture is just ruining our democracy. You know what I'm saying? And that's, what's kind of, um, that's part of the reason why I go in and out. Like I tune in when it's, I feel it's important to pay attention to what's going on in Congress and our, um, you know, politics. Um, or if I'm passionate about an issue that they're, you know, talking about or, or trying to make a decision on or pass a bill on. Um, but at the same time, it's like, well, like you said, you know, all politicians, they make all these promises, but it's kind of appalling to me, too, when they don't uphold what they've campaigned on. Um, if they show me that they don't have integrity, then that kind of puts me off, um, you know, being a voter and being somebody who who loves our country, you know, who's proud to be an American. But it's kind of embarrassing how they tit for tat this and that and it's um it's akin to being you know like the high schoolers how they act when um somebody doesn't like somebody then they try to convince all their friends that oh you shouldn't like that person either because this and that and abc xyz you know this is what they are so i think social media has a lot to do with it people being too lazy to do their own research and actually do the work to 
you know, stand up for what they believe in and go for um, support what they believe in um, and actually go up there and vote. I mean, even part of it is people not voting, not exercising their civic duty of well, you know, I mean, let's just not shit on the people because um, there's there's a lot of close friends I have that refuse to vote. And I used to get in real big arguments with them. But mm-hmm. what I didn't empathize with them on, nor did I see, was the powerless, the powerlessness or they were powerless. They felt powerless. They felt like their voice didn't matter. And as mm-hmm. you Chris, go ahead. No, my uh, feeling I, is, though, if you don't vote, you can't complain. Okay, Renee, what, what 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 was you gonna say? What were I you? don't agree with that. I think social media uh-huh. has given a voice to everybody, right? So in in a bad way. So you have politicians listening to people out there trolling. That's what they're doing. They're trolling, and uh, and they're they're actually listening to them. You know what I'm saying? And that's like it's kind of bad because like every idiot has a voice. Now they go on the mm-hmm. internet, they troll these politicians and these politicians put their tail between their legs and they listen, you know, I don't know if you understand what I'm talking I about. I do. What I do. What I'm trying to process, what I'm trying to process is are those politicians really putting their tail between their legs or are they manipulating these idiots that think of dumb conspiracy theories. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's that's kind of what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the, they're going on these uh, message boards and they're creating groups and they're they're becoming strong and they're spreading falsehoods and uh, they're threatening politicians to vote them out of office and they have the pressure, you know. And unfortunately, the guys, these, you know, the the all these trolls really. Are, are running government right now. Mm-hmm. You know, they're the ones that have the louder voice and, and people are listening. And, and unfortunately the, the politicians on the Republic, <clears throat> Republican side, they're, they're listening to these people instead of doing the right thing. They're being, uh, they're being manipulated by these trolls and all these, these message board groups. Let these, me disagree uh, with you there and say that, the, that the politicians are not being manipulated. They're the, they're the, they're the manipulators. Because mm-hmm. what what okay, Sean, let me let, let me explain why I feel that no, go way. Ahead, go ahead. Yeah. Because the because the truth is I think that they just want to stay in power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they're listening to these people. They think yeah, be but then out. they don't really care what these people really have to say. They just care about the power they get <clears throat> and, and the funding they get. So th- yeah. so go ahead. And it's funny how things have gone full circle because I remember a couple years back it was the liberals doing that. You know, the whole Me Too movement and the bullying from the, the left and um, and just, you know, it's gone full circle now. It went from the liberals being the bullies and, and pressuring people to resign and just running things to now the right. They've, they've had, they have a voice now and they're being uh, empowered by Trump. And they feel like, you know, they have a voice and they're going to make it known and they're going to create message boards and they're going to go online and they're going to spread falsehoods and they're going to pressure these politicians to do things that they want them to do. And it's gone full circle. Interesting. Maybe 
you know, how, how it's changed is because they're no longer in power. When the Democrats were not in power, they were louder. Now that the Republicans are not in power, they're louder shouting at the outside. Maybe that's what you're saying. Uh, Maybe. Backs up what you're saying, Renee. Could be. <clears throat> but wasn't the Me Too movement around when, when uh, didn't that start when Obama was in president? I think no, so. I, I think that started um, right when Trump um, became president, like in 2016, right? Because that's when. Weinstein? Uh, yeah. Somebody yeah, looked that up. I am. I'm on yeah. it now. Yeah, that's when Weinstein did his big trick. I think it started while Obama was still in office because I believe, if I'm not correct, uh, it, I have it, right it went back to that. It went back to that case in Florida, didn't it? Is that where it started? The case in Florida, and I can't remember the name of that guy. Uh, yeah, I, I'm on it now. Yeah, <clears throat> and uh, I believe that no. was that was the cause of everything flipping, right? Like now, someone's accused of something, they just deny it. They deny yeah. it, deny it, deny it. Yeah. Didn't happen. Fake you know? news, yeah. Fake, Fake news, news, that kind yeah. of stuff, right? And now it's gotten to a point where now they want to subpoena like some of the uh, Department of Justice people yeah. while Trump was in office, and and it's a joke now because uh, they're saying even if they subpoena these guys, they're going to plead the the fifth, and you're not you can't force them to testify. So it's become a joke. It's almost like that whole. Congress uh, subpoenaing people, bringing them in, making them testify. Two thousand six, Me Too movement started. Yeah, with you just the, deny it. Yeah, with the and, creator and, 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 and it picked up speed in twenty fifteen. No one could do anything about it. Uh-huh. You know, and and it, it's kind of weird because uh, I, I didn't know it would have been so easy for Bill Clinton just to plead the fifth and just deny everything. And right. Away. Exactly. You know what I'm but, but yes. But now things have changed. You know, people have gotten a lot smarter. And Trump didn't even allow a lot of his officials to uh, testify. Exactly, and there's there's nothing that's right. against the law about that. Right, especially you have the that right was, to plead the fifth. That was one of the reasons the impeachments didn't go through like the Democrats wanted is they didn't be, get the people to testify that they thought would would you know convince people. Yeah, uh, obviously, at, it, at obviously some, it didn't at, work. At one point, Congress was powerful. Many people were afraid. Yeah. To be subpoenaed by Congress and oh my God, you know, and now if it's a joke, you know, people are just like, Shh, so what? I'll just plead the fifth. I don't got it. I'll just deny it. And there's well, nothing and I, they can do to prove it. And kind of to go back to last week, that is one of the reasons why you have a special, uh, you create a special force to look into things because they do have subpoena power and you can't, you know, you can't ignore it. You do have to testify. And again, obviously you can plead the fifth or whatever, but you know, ple- pleading the fifth is incriminating yourself. It's not necessarily incriminating others. Well, so, so here, so it's, to it's a tricky, tricky issue. To go back to last week, I've been listening to uh, Tucker Carlson and other white right wing media, and they're complaining. You know, they have a lot of questions on how come we don't have the name of the Secret Service men who um, who shot and killed the woman from San Diego that that was there on January sixth that broke through the window and he wants to know how come we don't know that name? Why are they keeping things from, from us? Another thing he mentioned was um, uh, we, we have this from a person named Ryan 
you know, Ryan Frontier, where he says that Matt Gates, who is a congressman from Florida, he says uh, he is formally calling for the FBI director to fully discuss the role and involvement of the of the FBI operatives during, during January 6th. You know, making it sort of like a deep state kind of thing. Well, this was the purpose of having, you know, a commission. This is the purpose of having an investigation. The Republicans shut it down, and now they want answers from what happened in January 6th as they manipulated to their narrative. What do you think would happen if that guy's name got out? Everyone saw the guy. I saw the video. You see the shooter. Yeah, but I don't know who it was. What do you think would happen if his name got out? It wouldn't be good for him, guaranteed. Or his family. Yeah. Exactly. What's the benefit of putting his name out? Is there any benefit? Yeah, but what does it matter? He was protecting the Senate. But okay, so so I was told. I was told. I was literally told this from from you know from a person who is highly right. I was literally told this person tells me that the only thing wrong she did was trespass. I said they 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 had that room barricaded. They broke windows. They were chanting, hang Pence, where's Nancy Pelosi? They were, they were there to cause damage. And she goes, no, no. This person says, no. They were saying it throughout the streets everywhere else. I'm like, there's video of them saying it within the building. If a guy has a gun and tells you, you know, stop, don't move, you know, don't break in here, and you break the glass and enter, I don't think he just thinks you want to go there to talk about the Constitution. You're there to do something. <laughs> and he shot. But the, the truth is the, the far right media has made this into this is an innocent martyr. She was murdered. That, and, and I even heard this. Black Lives Matter killed cops and none of them died. That's wrong. Yeah. Just, did did just, it stop the group from, from breaking into the room? Absolutely. The, stopped the House of Representatives and the senators in there. Did it stop them? But when there's a video of a uh, of a congressman, I don't know what what state he comes from. It shows him helping to barricade it because he's in fear. But then he turns around and says, uh, "If he if it wasn't for the the news media, you would think there were tourists touring the White House." So when yeah. so when you, so you, when you yourself mm-hmm. make lies like that, how are you, how are you not going to stop the extremist? Lying about what happened. Who was the guy giving the fist in solidarity when they walked out? That was um hardly or uh yes. no, yeah that Holly? was yeah he yeah, exactly. he was the Holly. he's the Holly. he's the congressman um from um from Missouri. Yeah, he's a young guy. He's pretty he's pretty far out there. Yes. So, well, you're 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 all bringing up examples of the very thing we were talking about that. You know the, the two the two different sides are very willing to put information out there to inflame the other side to support whatever they believe without mm-hmm. without factual substance. And, and I'm sorry, Mike, for interrupting you, but no, 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 let, no. let's be fair about the other side. You have AOC wanting a liberal Supreme Court just justice judge to retire. She claims he's too old and they need to bring a younger one so Biden could put in. So you have the other extreme side too. I mean, yeah. who is she to say these people, these are lifetime terms. And they, how many judges have died, you know, uh, in 
and 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 active duty and 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 on office. the bench, yeah. You know, what I mean, on thank you on the bench. That's the appropriate phrasing. So you have both sides being extreme, but the thing is, you know, I feel like I feel here, even though we have one that you know that's Republican, we have one that claims um, they uh, they are uh, a Democrat, and we have three, you know, well, we have two independents and one strong, firm, moderate. I feel that us, we are being missed and that these extreme fringes that are maybe, you know, one to 3% have all the power. And when has that ever happened? Well, they only have the power if we don't respond. And if we don't, that's again, goes back to the ballot box and everything else and paying attention to the news. Well, then that goes back to what I was complaining about, Mike, and the fact that, you know, where Sean and Renee disagreed with me and they're like, well, they're not powerless. They have a voice. But the truth is they're like, it doesn't matter what I do. And it's kind of true when you see people that are accountable for deaths and they don't get punished or they're not voted out of office, then you do feel it doesn't matter what I have to say. Okay, sure. Problem is it never always goes our way. You have to just keep trudging along because it's all you can do. You can't give up. Well, that's the point of this show. The point of this show is to is to, to allow the people to know that they are empowered and they're not the only ones that feel like that. But if you don't do nothing about it, then like Sean said, you can't bitch or complain. And like Renee said, hey, dummy, you got a voice. Go on social media <laughs> and out you know, outvoice the fringe. Mm-hmm. So let's I'm move. More con- Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm more concerned about the, um, the, the gridlock with, within the political parties that they can't seem to um, get anything done. They are right. our leaders. Mm-hmm. We elect them to be our leaders. And, and I, I the one I want to bring up is uh, I, I'm sorry, I'm going to forget Munchen, the guy from West Virginia. Yeah. Mention, that, yeah. That's getting critic. He's getting criticism from his own party for declaring that he's not going to vote for the, um, he's not going to support the, the new voters act voter act. Yeah. And I look at some of the stuff in the voter act and I wouldn't want to support it in, in its entirety either. And I'm thrilled that he did that. I'm very excited that, that he's, he went up against the, the, the group and showed, cause that to me is leadership. He's voting with his conscience. He's voting with his heart. He's voting with, what he knows to be, hey, this bill is just going to continue to separate us and continue the gridlock, and I don't want to. I don't want this to happen. I also want to extend that idea to: isn't it curious that Democrats would criticize him for doing that, for being his own voice, when that's exactly what the Democrats wanted twelve Republicans to do in each of the impeachment hearings? Hey, don't stand, don't stand by your party. Uh, listen to the evidence and make the right decision. But yet one of their own does it and they criticize him. So I'm not really sure how that goes down. Yeah. Didn't they criticize Romney for going against the Republican party by doing what he thought was right? Yeah. So that's a, that to me is one of the bigger problems: is that our leaders um, can't seem to find a way to stand up and be leaders. And I understand it's all about politics and I'm sure Nancy Pelosi, you know, taps you on the shoulder and says, hey, uh, this is the way you're going to vote on this, correct? <laughs> you know, because you're going to need funding in another couple of years to, to run for re-election. And then good old uh, McConnell comes along and says, hey, we know how you're going to vote on this, correct? And that's that doesn't sound very democratic to me in terms of the way the process is happening, but that's the way I see it right now. Mm-hmm. I just don't like the fact that 
every time they try to pass one of these bills, they have all this hidden stuff in there, you know? Yeah. They, yeah. they, just, they just toss a bunch Pork. of, like, stuff that... Yeah. You know, Pork they, barely. they have Pork, the, yeah. the big picture of it, but then inside, if you really get inside these bills, man, it's just all bad, dude. The little bad. fine print, right? For yeah. their little pet projects. And, and, and Pelosi's famous for that. Oh, well, yeah. They've been, they've been doing that forever, uh, you know. But still, it's right. They, they do it all the time, yeah. all of them. Yeah, yeah and well, it's, it, it's wrong, you know. They, they, and it I is. I can understand why some some of these, uh, you know, they, they don't want to vote or they, they don't agree with it. And if people are like, they're up in arms. Like, what do you mean? You know, they're like, dude, read, read what it says. Yeah. You know? One item, one vote. Exactly. Not all these riders. Exactly right, Renee. Because yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. screws up our thing. Well, if yeah. you do this, is if we add this highway bill in, I'll vote for you. It's like, yeah, come exactly. on, dude. Everyone's, everyone, you know, everyone has their, their hands in it in one way or another. It's just, it just messes everything up. Instead of just being straightforward on what they want, they have to hide all these little things in these bills, you know? And it's both sides, you know? Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. Okay, I want to move. Come, go ahead. No, no, that's fine. Go for okay. it. I want to I want to move along to um to the state of Texas. Um so none of us live in Texas, but we do have listeners from Texas. For those listeners, please write in from Texas if you feel like um, you know, I'm out of pocket or if I'm right on. So, Governor Abbott, Greg Abbott from Texas is put down as a down payment 250 million dollars for the state border wall. Okay, when I heard this, that I I lost my mind because wasn't this the state, the same state that didn't have power? Right. And they have their own power grid that they're in an independent power grid. Why would you want in the country? Yeah, exactly right, Mike. What? Why don't you take care of that problem first? I'm sure that two hundred and fifty million dollars could probably help your state power. But is the wall that necessary? Now, I know Mike's very conservative about immigration. Mike, does that make sense to you? It's, it's kind of weird. Well, you got to understand who, who, I mean, Texas has a large border, and there's a lot of farmers and a lot of, uh, a lot of landowners along that border that are tired of seeing the drugs and, you know, the, the, uh, human smuggling and all that stuff going through through that border, you know? So, mm -hmm. you know, it's their, you know, they make laws for their state. They do things for their state. And if that's what their voters want him to do. Then he has to do what they want. So why don't you put a hundred billion into extra policing for the borders and 150 billion into your power? Cause that yeah. way you kill two birds with one stone. That way you get your power fixed. So you don't have, Ted Cruz leaving to go to Mexico and power goes out and you get stopping, you know, and I agree with you. And I think, I think the immigration is an issue. It's a yeah, problem, especially, especially in Texas. Yeah, yeah I agree. It's a large border, but put half the money into, into law enforcement down there, which would give people jobs and then put the other half into the, at the energy problem, which would give people jobs. Do you know how much one mile of wall costs? Crap load. $27 million for one mile. Do you 27 know million, you could have you could have 24 seven people lined up along that lane for 27 million dollars a year. You could have people every five feet 24 seven there. Do you know also what happened to the wall that Trump started building there? 
So reports no. read. Go ahead. I haven't paid attention now. So, so in reports, the people that they hired for that didn't understand how the gravel and the soot is along the border in Texas. So when, so, so, so when the hurricane happened, it eroded. So that wall that he built, they're going to have to redo it. Now, of course, nice. the Republicans there said it was Biden's fault for cut, for cutting, for stopping the funding. Well, I'm sure he glad two Biden billion. So, yeah, I'm sure glad so, Biden is so powerful that he can. He before he was even president, he was uh, dictating terms for everything. That's really surprising to me that. <laughs> well, he that. he did divert two billion back from the wall, Mike, to the well, military, which they where they to took the it from. Yep. Since, since, yeah, since he's in office. Exactly, since, since he was in office. office. You're right. Yeah. Hey, did any of you guys see that video of the ten year old girl climbing the wall, the replica wall that Trump had built, that wanted to build from the border? No. No. Any guys saw that a ten year old no. mountaineer climbing the wall, which she was able to scale it in like thirty seconds? I've seen. I've seen Mexican guys scale it like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah with, with, with full bags uh, of drugs. I'll and try to find the video right because they, they did actually a video of this 10-year-old little girl who's a mountaineer uh-huh. scaling the replica of the wall Trump wanted to build mm. for the Mexican border. And she was over in less than 30 seconds by herself, oh, wow. 10-year-old. I'll find the video someplace and send it to you guys. So, I mean, R- Renee really gave a good point. He's like, look, you know, these farmers, they're tired of all the drugs. And then the violence that does happen on their land, you know, there's violence for sure. But, um, you know. Not only that, but just the dead bodies that yeah, they find out well, there because they I mean, lack of water. And, and I didn't like want to minimize you know? it. But, yeah, you know, you're, you're right. The, 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 the death from violence. Don't you want to stop people from dying, Chris? I actually want to stop people from from dying with a state that has a faulty energy grid as well. No, but I mean, you know how many people die uh, along that border trying to get across? Do you really think that wall's going to really stop them? I mean, in all honesty, I'll slow them down. I'll slow them but down. they're going to still die trying to do it, right? I mean, just I'm, I'm just I'm not trying to be combative. I'm just yeah, yeah. I don't you know, know, they're going to die regardless. Again, we need we need a comprehensive immigration policy. Mm-hmm. I was encouraged. I was encouraged to hear Kamala Harris say, do not come. Do and not come. And now she's come. hated. Yeah, she's well, hated okay. in South America. You know well, what, though? That kind of pissed so me off. Bad. Let me tell you why. So, because they were having signs that said Trump won. And in a way, it kind of made me want Trump to win. Because what do you think is going to happen if Trump really won? Like, how, how dare they be so disrespectful? At least mm-hmm. this person's going to try to help you. And then they were like, yeah. they said that she had an abortion. She's never been reportedly pregnant. Like, how? Why? Why would they even do that? That was so. Dude, so, do they want to piss us off? Do Do they want us to not have any type of you know, uh, domestic diplomacy with them doing stupid shit like that? I, the president I would've, of. I would have. Go ahead. I would have assumed somebody had their hand in that, Chris, because I'm not. Of course, someone had their hand in that. Okay, I'm not imagining that the average Mexican poor. What was it, Mexican? Guatemalan. Guatemalan is keeping Come on, Mike. Don't get in trouble now. Don't get council cultured here. (laughs) That one picture of, like, the guys holding up the sign saying Trump won. Yeah. And, like, maybe a handful of people telling her not to come and all that stuff. 
Yeah. That was probably in a little tiny corner <laughs> somewhere in Guatemala. And guess yeah. what? The media goes right there and that's all yeah. they, they take pictures yeah. of the film. Yeah. And it yeah. gets all over the world and make it seem like it's all of Guatemala doing this. Yeah, but you know so, what, too? Right uh-huh. now, I'm looking, at, I'm looking at the U.S. Customs and Border Patrol website. Right. Right now, in March of 2021, there was 40,708 family units detained at the border. You know, in May of 2019, there was 84,000, so over double. I'm not saying it's not going to get worse. I'm not saying it's not going to get worse. I'm just comparing numbers from the U.S. Customs and Border Patrol. It did drop significantly in most of 2020. Well, that could have been from family units detained. Coronavirus, by the way, Sean. The highest I've seen was in May. I mean, we can't really count. There was clearly a surge when Biden was elected. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. But in 2020, coronavirus. In 2020, yeah. coronavirus was something serious, by the way. So yeah. that could have led to the decreased numbers. Um, this is May of 2019. Oh, oh speaking of being big condescending. Surge. Oh. <laughs> what happened? Mr. Harris. No, I'm, I'm not, not being condescending. That, I'm not denying that Biden caused a surge, yeah. for sure. Oh, oh by the way, uh, COVID is uh, serious, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I mean, you know, the, the 2020, you the numbers were... Balls. I'm going to bust you. Okay. <laughs> well, you're the one calling Guatemalans Mexicans. I mean, come on, dude. That, that's nothing from what I said. They're, they're Mexicans. Okay, the people in Mexico right now are saying that the policies are boosting the illegal cartels and on and on and on, right? That's yeah. where I'm kind of going with the Mexican part. Okay, well, so there's one sure thing that. that the Guatemalan president did mention that I felt was true. And the fact that he mentioned that uh, he was like, you know what? Uh, America can't seem to make up its mind. You know, yeah. at one point they said, hey, we're going to reunite families. And now they're saying, don't come, you know. And the truth is, I have to agree with him on that. But at the same time, you know, I think Biden putting, uh, you know, come, uh, Vice President Harris in charge of that has really made her look bad. Like, yes. I have to be real. It really has made her look bad because I don't think she's doing enough. Okay, you, someone might ask me, well, what do you want her to do, Chris? I want her to be in front of news media. I want her to be talking. I want her to Go be, to the border. you know, yeah, go go to the border. That's why she took that trip, by the way. Just you know, that's why she took the trip, right, to Guatemala and Mexico. yeah, a, 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 yeah, a little too late, to right? Though, right, Mike? <clears throat> I I don't know what she, I don't know that I don't it, know. I don't um, think she's been to the border yet. Yeah. I mean, so, well, we I'm thrilled. Was, I'm sorry, she was not qualified I, for the position. I, I I'm I'm not a super Kamala Harris. Fan. You know what? I, I think we can all right. agree with I, what Renee said. To, by the way. Um, I do. I agree with Renee. So do I. I was, I was more so before, but I, I still think the verdict is still out. And I commend the fact that as the leader, which is what we're desperately looking for in America right now, all over the place, she stood up and said, don't come, don't come, and got a lot right. of shit for it, a lot of criticism for it, <laughs> but that's what she did. And I think it sent a clear message, and she said, we will, in, we will actively enforce the law immigration laws of our country right. so Karen, do not come i know um, that immigration's a, a, a topic for you you know you can't be new here and not say nothing buddy i'm just listening to you guys well give you know <laughs> we're not here to judge Doesn't you on, on 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 your answer but 
we want you to answer. What's your thoughts? I did have an episode where we discussed immigration, but on a okay, different aspect well, well, that's, of it. It had to do with, um, yeah. But um, my thought on what you guys are talking about, um, her saying no and her, because I, I, like I told you earlier, I haven't really kept up on what's been going on. Um, but I did see a little clip where she was being interviewed by mm. someone and he was asking her, um, why have you not visited the border yet? And she responded by saying, well, I've never been to Europe either. Um, and then I changed the channel. But my point <laughs> is, <laughs> I don't understand why they would get mad at her or get upset for her saying don't come or, you know, trying to discourage people from crossing the border um, illegally because it's not an open gate just because there's been a change in administration and it doesn't mean, and they champion um, being humanitarian versus putting up a wall and, you know, um, uh, criminalizing everybody who crosses the border. Um, I just feel like on both sides, they have to come to an agreement or understanding that no, you can't just go to America um, illegally, um, you know, because you want to escape your own country and poverty. Right. And likewise, we, I don't know. I agree with whoever said we need to reform our immigration laws. And I don't think that it's a, an open invite to everybody to just come to America just because um, they are a little bit more lax and lenient, I think, on the illegals than the previous administration. There's the problem. The problem is that when the Democrats are uh, courting the Hispanic vote, they talk very negatively about Trump's immigration um, stance, right? Very negative, 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 negative about it. And uh, they almost make him look really bad, right? And, and then they, they almost get these people's hopes up in the hopes of winning the Hispanic vote to bring them into power. And now that they're in power, everything that they said leading up to it has changed. So these people feel betrayed. Mm -hmm. They feel betrayed by them. That's the problem. So when you're telling people that Trump's an idiot, you know, Trump's a, 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 a racist, person, yeah. you know, he hates uh, Latinos and, you know, he doesn't want you coming oh. here and all this stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, you know, they, you get all these people hyped up and then you come into power and you're telling the same thing and they feel betrayed. So that's where that oh. comes from. Well, I, can, can I say something real quick? Because I, I support DACA. Um, children who were brought here when they were young, they don't know anything else other than being an American and living here. Um, I, I do support that bill. Mm -hmm. Um, and, but for somebody to, um, take it upon themselves and say, oh, well, they're going to, um, make us legal anyways, you know, because they did it for the rest of the, you know, the 
previous people who went illegally, you know, um, they see it as a, a like an invitation almost. Um, yeah, but, but you don't I, see I, what was you don't see what was being played on the Mexican and Spanish stations. I I don't when, that um, when 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 they were wanting the Hispanic vote, right? So you no. don't see all all the courting that was going on with the Latinos and 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 the promises and how they're going to be different and all that. You don't see that because Americans don't watch those stations, right? I mean, no, but I'm like, but they do, <laughs> right? So when all of a sudden, all the things that they were saying on these Spanish stations <clears throat> while they were being courted or even you know, as Latinos, you know, uh, we want to bring more Latinos here, make them Democrats and, and that kind of stuff. And then all of a sudden they come to power and they tell you not to come. They feel betrayed. That's why they feel that way. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, okay. I have a question though. Um, what, what is your opinion about the attitude toward American Hispanics, the ones that are in this country, whether they're legal or not, what is their attitude about immigration? Do they want more immigrants to come in? I mean, I'm just asking most, your most opinion. Of, most of the people that I know, no. No, that's what I would have yeah. thought too. Yeah, right. but that's not that's the problem is though that it, it's weird because a lot of Latinos actually voted for Trump. Right. Mm-hmm. So the Democrats, they were left with, you know, kind of talking to people that really didn't matter. So the question I have, Renee, is asking you is why did they vote for Trump? I can tell you my personal opinion from my relatives that are Latino, but why do you think the Latinos voted for Trump? Because most Latinos don't want open borders. True. Well, I, I can tell you because my, my son-in-law is Latino, his whole family is Latino, and my wife was questioning him. And, well, he gave us $2,000. And it's like, really, that's the reason you're voting for him? Because he gave you $2,000. Who, Trump? Yeah. Really? First stimu- the first stimulus? Yeah. The yes. first stimulus? I, I don't know. That's hard for me to believe. No, I, do, I swear <laughs> to God. You're just going to be racist. His family, Oscar didn't think that way, but his family felt that way, which is hardcore Latino. They're like, he gave us money, dude. It's not what his feelings are about the Latino community, but he gave us money. Yeah. yeah, I didn't. My wife was shocked. She's like, "Do they got jobs though?" You're- <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it still gave him two thousand dollars. like, "Oh shit, he gave me money, but don't got a job." Okay, so Renee, can, can you educate me? Because I, I am interested. I mean, I understand Spanish, but not enough to be able to sit here and watch, especially if they speak too fast. Um, what Some exactly? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> um, just somebody speaking Spanish and slang Spanish. I took. I only remember textbook Spanish from high school, so I can get by speaking and you know having well, the a goal, conversation. The, goal, but, the overall goal, uh, uh, you know, during that time was get rid mm-hmm. of Trump, right? Yeah. So get rid of Trump, and so anything they could say to make Trump look bad and and make them think that. They're better. You know, we don't treat Latinos that way. We're more open to uh, reform that will allow families to come and all this kind of stuff, right? And um, that's that's what was said, stuff like that. I mean, I don't remember word for word, but I know that a lot of Latinos that really weren't, didn't matter because they're not Americans. You know, they're trying to get here, but 
that's what the word was out in, in Spanish stations that that you know, oh, with the new administration, the, the, it won't be so tough at the border. Things will be better. You'll be able to reunite with families. You know, like people were, mm. were you know, oh, we'll be able to to get people, you know, our families from Mexico down here. Things like that were well, said. I kind of want to add on to were, that a little the bit. The policies were gonna change, and, and and you know, and now they're upset because it's like, well, what do you mean? You don't want us there? Okay, I thought so you guys yeah. were gonna make it better for us, and you're gonna give us uh, opportunities to come and, and do this kind of stuff, you know? Because you know, I, I know you guys heard um, Biden say, because I know I've heard him say, "Oh, this country was built on uh, immigrants. We need immigrants. We need this. We need workers. We, we want you to so come." All, mm -hmm. Yeah, all that kind of stuff mm -hmm. gets these people excited, you know. Mm -hmm. It's just got to be controlled. Now you're, you're straight up telling them, don't come. And, and to them, that's like a, a stab in the back. Because I know I personally have heard Biden say that. Right, but he didn't mean come any yeah, you don't know which way illegally. They don't know what he meant. <laughs> yeah, but they don't know what he right. meant. They, they didn't understand what he meant. You're right. Yeah, so. Well, I, I would uh, direct my anger at the country that is not able to provide me a living or a safe environment, I'd be a little more cranky at them than I would be at America, who potentially is going to say, you know what, we've got to slow down immigration. We're going to let immigration in. We need immigration, but we've got to keep it controlled. No, no, yeah, uh, I agree with you. I'm not and I've always, I've, always, I've always wondered about that, Renee. It's like, you know, I don't, I don't hear enough uh, Mexicans, quite frankly, saying, man, I'm pissed at Mexico because uh, they couldn't provide me with a decent living. You know, I didn't necessarily want to come to America. I would have rather stayed home uh, had I been able to have a decent living and it was safe and clean and so on. You know, I've always wondered about that because it's it's like, wow, I'd be, be I feel a bit betrayed by my country that they couldn't provide those things for me. It's funny I mean, how that's much the, that's that's the problem though. They they are angry with the country, but they're 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 angry with the with the hopes of coming to this country. Sure. But it's, it's yeah, funny sure. how much of my relatives, when they go to retire, go down to Mexico because they yeah. have money and yeah. the cost of living down there is so much less that they're like, awesome. oh, my God, I can live down here like a prince. Hey, my uncle's living in a castle right now. Yeah, exactly. In Mexico, like seven or eight bedroom house. It's ridiculous, isn't it? It's yeah. crazy. Huge you know house. what, guys? I, I think we're missing something important that Renee said. You know, he's like, they're pissed off at the country that gave them false hope. Right. I think that's okay. really important thing to think about. You know, um, dealing with, you know, I, I'm, I'm in a position where I deal with un, un, undocumented people and workers. And um, it's shocking at what they get and how excited they are and what they believe. It, it, it blows my mind that they feel... Working, working in the field could get them, uh, literally, and I'm not bullshitting you, a two bedroom apartment, and oh my god, how much space that is! And uh, it, yeah, it just it, it really where they come from. Now. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. It, it shocks yeah. me, and it and, and and it really breaks my heart when I hear they're pissed off at the country that gave them false hope, because here you could be anything, but you know, Mike's got the point. You know, we have to be responsible.
too with who comes oh, here yeah, and I how agree they come that. here. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it go, go back to COVID. I mean, again, I've said this before, you know, over and over and over and over and over, we kept getting the same message. Look at the poor people that can't handle it. Or look at they're being disproportionately affected and the, 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 the undocumented and this group and that group and the blacks and the minorities and all the people that are basically poor are going to be much more seriously affected by COVID. So, oh, that's good. Then let's let another couple, three million in. That makes a lot of sense when we clearly that's haven't right. been able to deal with our own. That's why I love or hate Trump. At least he was straightforward and honest. You know, uh, I, and, uh, I, and I think mm, hold on, think Mike. He was honest about immigration. <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah. let's be He's honest on him being honest. About immigration, and I think Biden. I think Biden was very <laughs> stupid to uh, to to get rid of those policies that were in place. I think he should have waited, and then slowly, you know. But instead, he just got rid of all the policies, which again makes your point, Renee. It gave false hope to people mm-hmm. hey, you don't know how many times I've seen, you don't know how many times i've seen biden uh on, on on spanish station being interviewed saying oh mexico amigos you know what you know what enough okay listen listen here dude for sure next week we need to talk about biden because i yeah. i i, I I have, you know, I was prepared because there's major changes on the show. I was prepared to talk about some of the faults, flaws Biden did, but yeah. we, we, we had to shift that because the truth is people are making Biden to be like Mr. Magoo. And after seeing his conference today, I don't buy that. So next week, for sure, we're going to talk about some of the flaws Biden has done. You know what I mean? Because the, 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 Something that I thought was real cool, and I want to thank CNN for doing this, is they actually asked Biden a tough question, and he got pissed off, and he snapped at the reporter, yep, you know? And but, I was like, go ahead. Yeah. And but then, he apologized afterwards, yeah. too? He did apologize yeah. afterwards. What was the tough question? What yeah. was the tough question? For those who didn't hear it. Okay, I'll play it for you right now. Give me one second. I, I'll, I, I have he, it, actually. He did apologize, which I thought was unusual. We haven't heard a president do that in... Over four years, apologize for something. <laughs> yeah, at least four. He said, "Hey, I'm sorry." He was wrong. He knew he was wrong. Snapping. Yeah. Did he get called out first though, and then he apologized? Or no, he was doing an interview at Air Force One because it was the Entering last question One. at the conference with the with the Here reporters. Then he went back. And he was doing an interview by Air Force One. He said, "Look, I have to apologize. I snap. I can't remember exactly how he said it, but I have to apologize about my I'm smart aleck both. comment." I'm gonna play yeah. both. Okay. Why are you so confident he'll change his behavior, Mr. President? Yeah, I'm not confident he'll change his behavior. What the hell? What do you do all the time? So when did I say I was confident? You I said, said in the next six I months said, what I said was, let's get it straight. I said, what will change their behavior is that the rest of the world reacts to them and it diminishes their standing in the world. I'm not confident of anything. Just stating the fact. But given his past behavior has not changed, and in that press conference after sitting down with you for several hours, he denied any involvement in cyber attacks, he downplayed human rights abuses, he even refused to say Alexei Navalny's name. So how does that account to a constructive meeting as President President Putin? Friday? You don't understand that you're in your own business. If the summit with China Okay, now I'm going to also play with his his apology. Well, did, did you guys hear what he said? Because I know it's kind of muffled. He said, if you don't understand that, you don't need to be in this business to that to the reporter. 
but he's acting like Trump. Mm. Yeah, he, he was he was yeah. snotty. Yeah, mm. he was yeah. snotty. Mm. He didn't personally insult. Yeah, he guess you're right. He did. Mm. Okay, sorry. I think that's being too too rough on him. Uh, let's slow down a little bit. Well, dude. well let's give Renee the benefit of the okay, doubt. Okay, okay. He didn't. Okay. He did come back at her. Okay. He I could snarky. be wrong. He was snarky. I could. He be was wrong. snarky. You're right. We could be wrong, but who cares? Who cares? I owe my last question an apology. I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have been such a wise guy with the last answer I gave. Look, to be a good reporter, you got to be negative. You got to have a negative view of life. Okay, it seems to me the way you all you never ask a positive question. Why, in fact, having agreement? We'll find out. We have an agreement to work on a major arms control agreement. I started working on arms control agreements back all the way during the Cold War. If we could do one in the Cold War, why couldn't we do one now? We'll see. The thing that always amazed me about the questions, and I apologize for having been short on this. If you were in my position, would you say, well, I don't think, man, anything's going to happen. It's going to be really rough. I think it's going to really be bad. You guarantee nothing happens. Yeah. You guarantee nothing happens. What a fucking great answer. So, so far, there's a value to being realistic and put on an uh, optimistic front, an optimistic face. What what you say, Somebody Renee? Somebody handed him a note. That's fucked up. No, I don't agree no, with you. I don't agree with you. That's fucked up. No, I don't agree with you. All right, fellas. He's not the brightest bulb in the circuit, Renee, but they didn't wow. hand him a note. I was watching Listen, it. next Here's week we're going to talk about his flaws. Say that because I talked over you, Renee. Say that again. Somebody told him this is what you should have said. Okay, let's be ready for next week, guys. Everyone's assignment is to find flaws in what Biden's done so far. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about the meeting he had with with, with Putin. If you guys need me to help you out to... To, you know, hey, Chris, you know, can, can you can you find this or that? I will find it and send it to you. Let's do this for next week. This is a great show. I'm calling us out. Everyone's after I after we're off air just stay on for like two minutes. I want to say something real quick. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're here for you guys. We're here to represent you guys. Let's rock and roll. Thank you very much for listening to We Could Be Wrong, but who cares? This is your host signing off and the rest of our host signing off. We can't wait to talk to you next week. Goodbye.